The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Green Party TD, Patrick Costello, was on with Sean Moncrief earlier today and he suggested that the government should look at making the 12th a bank holiday, north and south, as a way of bringing communities together. Take a listen to what he had to say. By marking it here, we are saying... We're trying to take a bit of the heat out of us. We're trying to take a bit of the fear out of us. There is a real fear in Northern Ireland, in the Protestant community. But there's also a feeling that they just want to get on with things. They want politics as normal. They want to argue over health spending and education spending instead of us and them. And by us reaching out the hand of friendship to acknowledge those different cultures, those different traditions, and make them as much part of the island as really they are, by making that explicit, we can hopefully move beyond those things and into the real Mm. conversation. That was Patrick Costello, the Green Party TD, speaking to Sean Moncrief a couple of hours ago uh, here on News Talk. Padder Tobin is a TD as well. He's the leader of Aintu. Padder, is there merit in this idea, making the 12th the bank holiday? Well, I can see where, obviously, Patrick is coming from. He's obviously coming from the the, the, uh, position of reconciliation, I suppose, on, on that position is, is to be commendable, but I think he's a little bit naive, to be honest. Uh, you know, the 12th of July is not just a regular celebration. It is a celebration of the dominance of unionism over nationalism. It's a literal celebration of a victory of a Protestant king over a Catholic king. And everything that came from that, from the ascendancy to penal times and to, you know, the north of Ireland being formed as a Protestant state for Protestant people. And, you know, it's by no means benign in the north of Ireland. You know, Catholics generally leave for the holidays during this week because, you know, the north has been a dangerous and sectarian place uh, in this particular week. You have bonfires going up with kill all tags written on them, UVF flags and Union Jacks festooning the centre of towns, basically showing who's in charge uh, of those areas. And even, like, the, the, the bonfire that's up this week with the Taoiseach and the tricolour, and, you know, a copy of the Good Friday Agreement on it, you know, being torched. That's unfortunately the the mentality behind much of the uh, festivities that are um, going on this week. And I think that, you know, Patrick is is, is foolish if he thinks that by making this a a bank holiday in the South in some way, that's going to change the the minds of of many loyalists and unionists. And also, I think there's a mistake in, in what's understood as reconciliation. Reconciliation is often thought of as a mechanism whereby we wear each other's political clothes and if we do that, everything will be all right. That if we meld in some kind of hybrid identity in the middle, you know, that means it's okay. But true reconciliation is actually based on the idea of pluralism. You know, that people should be able to be who they are to the full Mm. extent in in, in a republic, but we we don't have to be, like, I can be completely different to you and still, you know, get on and be friends and work together uh, without losing any part of the twelfth Does making the 12th bank holiday, though, fly in the face of that? Suggestion. I mean, there's no, there, there, there'd be no one forcing Patter Tobin to go and torch a few pallets with kill all tags written on it. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of people with their eyebrows raised wondering how is torching thousands of pallets ever going to fit into the Green Party agenda, anyways. But um, no, like, listen, I don't think there's any demand from this in the south of Ireland. I think, you know, in a future united Ireland, you could very well see 
where you would have, you know, where a slightly federalist approach to these things, where you could still allow for the 12th of July be a bank holiday in, in the north of Ireland, uh, while obviously the south wouldn't obviously take the day off in relation to that. You know, and, and I do think we have to have a negotiated future of what a united Ireland is, but I, I, I just think it's kind of silly going into a negotiated position and saying, well, I'm going to give up on this, the flag, and I'm going to give up on the anthem, and I'm going to give up on the July 12th in advance. Uh, we do have to sit down with our unionist brothers and sisters and work out what kind of Ireland we're going to have. But the 12th, the 12th is not a benign day, and it is, there's, there's a sectarian connotation behind it. It, is, it has a very chilling effect on nationalists and Catholics in the north of Ireland. There's a danger associated with it. Would you call it there's malignant? If it's not benign, well, it's malignant, isn't it? Uh, uh, it definitely it, it, it has a negative effect politically. Nothing can be done in the months of May, June and July until the 12th is over. And even this talk about getting the Assembly back together, you know, everybody openly states, well, we, we have to discuss that in autumn because the tensions that July 12th create don't mm. allow for rational and reasonable debate well, on these issues. Let, let me bring in John O'Brennan, who's a professor and GMA chair of European Integration at Maynooth University. John, always a pleasure and thanks for taking the time. Do, do you see some merit in this argument? Well, I absolutely respect where Padler is coming from and I know his views are very sincerely held. But I think Patrick Costello is actually right that uh, this would be an enormously powerful gesture by the Republic in advance of unification, saying to the unionist community, look, we absolutely respect your traditions and we're prepared to have those traditions accommodated within the new structures that are going to emerge. And I think it's really important that we look at this from the perspective of building a new Ireland and a shared island. I don't think it costs me anything if somebody down the road is celebrating the 12th of July, just as you were referencing there with Padder. Um, but I think there, there's a kind of emotional resonance and significance to this that does matter. And remember that we have just, Kiron come through a decade of centenaries. Now, in advance of those centenaries, many people thought that the remembrance would be very difficult because they were very, very contentious. 1916, for example, or World War One, or the Civil War. And yet we managed to actually mark all of those things very respectfully within the Republic. Mm. I think what Patrick is saying is that we could reach out and we could acknowledge that diversity and it could go a long way to reducing the fear that I think many unionists have about what their future might look like in the United Ireland. And, and I'd wager there'd be plenty of people who'd agree with you, John. If if the 12th just consisted of flutes and sashes and lambeg drums, but the problem is people do see those pallets, you know, festooned with tricolours, Palestinian flags, images of the Taoiseach and, uh, and other politicians of, of a nationalist persuasion, North and South. And they think, you know what, I'm not sure that's necessarily a cultural or a tradition I want enshrined as a public holiday. No, I think you're absolutely right. There is a strain of loyalism that engages in this kind of activity and it's absolutely reprehensible whether it's Leo Varadkar's image that's up there or Michelle O'Neill's. We should be absolutely clear about that. But remember, there are aspects about the way we celebrate St. Patrick's Day that are also very objectionable. And the simple fact is that in Northern Ireland, both St. Patrick's Day and the 12th are public holidays. I can't see what difference it would make to our lives by having the 12th acknowledged in the same way in our own calendar and the contribution that it could potentially make towards building further on the peace agreement of 1998, I think is incalculable. 
Pater? See, I absolutely believe that we need to have respect and, and tolerance, and they're key for the developing relationship, uh, North and South, for sure. But, you know, behind the 12th of July, there is the issue of the, the dominance of one community over another. And, and Drum Cree a number of years ago really showed that. So where one community was determined to march through um, uh, the Garvahi Road and the Drum Cree area, so much so that when it didn't happen, the whole place completely broke out in rioting and, and, and murders uh, in relation to that. So, like, the, the, the 12th is not a normal kind of cultural festival where people celebrate the, the value of a particular culture. It's actually a celebration of the dominance of one culture over the other. And instituting that as a public holiday in the South, I don't think is, is logical. And, you know, I, I, I do understand you know, the need for reconciliation, absolutely. And I speak to many unionists in the north of Ireland on a regular basis. And I think the way to do that is through pluralism and, you know, to, to recognize absolutely there are, there's a diversity of identities in Ireland. They're very, very different, but they're all equal and they all have an equal role with, within society. Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, accommodating that in the north of Ireland in a future United Ireland would be logical. Um, but, you know, at this stage, um, making the 12th a, a, a celebration in the, in the south on the day off, I think most people... But, but by, by making it an official kind of a day off or a public holiday, bank holiday, however you want to describe it, is there not an opportunity therein, Patter, to, to sanitise it to a degree? That you kind of do well, focus <clears throat> then on your lamb bag drums and less on your pallets? Well, I agree to a certain extent. I think that the march in Rathnaula uh, on, on an annual basis and some of the marches in Monaghan don't, because they're not backed by... The unionist state, if you understand, mm. don't have the same connotation at all. They're far more cultural. And actually, they're far more easy for, let's say, nationalists in the, in the South to participate or, or watch, uh, etc. Listen, I, I, I don't for a second think that we don't have to negotiate a future for Ireland and sit down with people in the north of Ireland on that sunny day when unity is, is, is very close. Um, but I, I think at this stage, it would be absolutely logical for, for the government to start uh, making these types of changes. Um, you know, Ireland will be a different place uh, in, in a unified state. Um, but, you know, I still think we need to be logical and we need to have a bit of common sense about it yeah. as well. Uh, and the, the, the 12th has far too many no- negative connotations. Like, I, I could just imagine for people in the north of Ireland who suffer so much, who have to close up their own shops every year, have to get out of town every year because, you know, there's UVF flags hanging off every single, you know, pole in their town. They're looking at the south and looking at Patrick Costello and scratching their heads and go, does this guy have any idea of what's going on in our own community? All right. Listen, Patter, we appreciate your time. John, you too, as always. Patter Tobin is the leader of A2 and John O'Brien, Professor and Jean Monet Chair of European Integration at Maynooth University. Brian in Dublin says they do civil war reenactments all the time in certain parts of the US that have previously been riven by conflict. They seem to have made it into a bit of fun. And if that joyless crowd can do that, surely we can do it uh, as well. Brian, that's a good point. I wonder how long it was, though, after the end of the Civil War. When was the Civil War in the States? Maybe I should, 1860s, 1870s, 1860s, around then? I mean, I wonder how long it was afterwards before they started uh, doing those types of reenactments. Maybe you could find out and let me know. The 12th of July, says uh, M.I. in Galway, is a triumphant celebration of keeping the non-unionists ground into the mud. And somebody else in a similar note says, the entire marching season is simply a legally allowed annual attack on Catholic families, not culture. If Catholics responded likewise they would be locked up. Well, thank you all for those texts. Like I say, 087-1400-106. Oh, April 12th, 1861 to April 9th, 1865.
according to Patter, producer Patter, who says that is when the US Civil War happened. So I wonder when those reenactments then uh, began. Was it uh, as quickly as maybe 15, 20, 30, 40 years after, which is what we'd be talking about here? Anyway, well, not necessarily the back to the boy, but you know, the troubles and all of that. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.